bad bitch. Money got on cash on me. Shotty blow my phone. That's corny. That's a no no. Hey, welcome. Welcome to barbershop.talk. This is the podcast where our topics are determined by the conversation in the barbershop on Saturday. That's right. If you talked about it in the shop on Saturday, we're going to talk about today on our podcast. Hello, my name is J-Rod, and I am your host. I am in Alphaway Studio here in Indianapolis, Indiana, also known as Naptown. And I am joined with my co-host, KC. Thank you, J-Rod. It is a pleasure to co-host Barbershop.talk podcast here in Alphaway Studio. I look forward to presenting topics we discussed in the shop, as well as the manner in which we discussed them. This would include the gamut from analytical to anecdotal, critique the humor and fun, all in an attempt to present to the audience the real flavor of barbershop talk. All righty, welcome back to barbershop.talk podcast. Oh my goodness, what a week, what a week, what a week. I'm going to let our listener in on something that uh, happened in the barbershop. In fact, one of the clients down at the barbershop decided to organize, believe it or not, Casey, we was part of it, the chili cook-off. Woo! <laughs> the top chef in regards to chili. Hey, let me bring our listeners up to speed. Is that, uh, you know, our client, uh, Mr. Logic, always thinks of all these things to do. So he organized a chili cook-off. With a couple of clients, right? And uh Casey and I, we was involved in the chili contest. And what we end up doing is this: everybody made their chili. And oh, by the way, there was some rules to this chili contest. Uh yeah, it was about as thick as a phone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and we, we're gonna come back to these rules. We're gonna come back to these rules. <laughs> we had a meeting on the rules, uh, but we all agreed on the rules. Uh, so we got there. Um, uh, we got into the location and everybody brought their chili. Now, everybody brought their chili was in like in a slow cooker or a crock pot. Mm-hmm. And I think that was to keep it warm or, or whatever. Right. It had a, a, a certain temperature you want to serve it at. And then we had, uh, we put a sample of everyone's chili in a, a container and took it to the judges. Mm-hmm. How, how many judges do we have? I don't remember. Six. It was six judges. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then they they rated it on a certain criteria. Yeah, taste, color, uh, flavor, uh, texture, texture. Uh, yeah, it, there were so many criteria that Logic put in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why I was thinking of a, a, a telephone book. A book. <laughs> <laughs> Smell. <laughs> but anyway, all, all all the things that uh, uh, that a, a chili should be known for. And uh, I do have to say, it was exciting uh, until the very, very end. You know, at the very end, I was, I was so disappointed because I, I didn't win. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't win. But you didn't do too bad, so we got to celebrate that it, day, it, right? Well, it was not a very good celebration. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to put on that little music. That Jay Rod is being modest. He actually <laughs> was runner-up in the chili cook-off. I was number two. You are absolutely right. Now, remember when I said we was going to go back to the rules? Mm-hmm. I'm going back to the rules now. See, because I, because I, the winner was KY. 
Now we might have mentioned him on our podcast, and he is a very good cook. You know, he 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 can burn, and I don't mean like you know burn. burn. Yeah, you do. That's <laughs> how you mean. <laughs> no, but see, to me, he he broke the rules, and the reason he broke the rules because. I'm pretty sure in that rules it says that you can't put any noodles. No pasta. That's what it said. Yeah. And I swear there was some pasta in his. There was some pasta in his. That's what. See, and I think he should be disqualified because of that. And then I, J. Rod, would be victorious. Duh. Winning. Absolutely. Because <laughs> I think KY. You are one pathetic loser. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think. I think he cheated. Now. I, that's just my opinion. But anyway, congratulations to Mr. KY. Uh, he was first. Um, yes, J Rod, your host was in second. His, my chili, it was it was good chili. And I, I hate to say, KC was last. But you know what? I made that chili for me, not for the judges. And I'm gonna say this. <laughs> sure. The judges was uh, six females, and KC likes his food very spicy <laughs> and i wasn't watering it down for these judges because i said i'm the one gonna have to eat the rest of this chili <laughs> so i wanted it the way i like it I, that is one way of looking at it but but here's some news and i'm just letting casey know this on the air I, I didn't tell him at the time uh at the event but i did find some of the notes from the judges <laughs> i did find some notes, and this is what they had down about casey chili they said, now I'm going to have our listeners try to guess. They said, this is the meat that he put in the chili. You tell me if you think you know what this is. That's correct. That's correct. He put horse meat in the chili. It's more firmer. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that that that, that was a, uh, that, 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 that's, that knocked him out of the park. Yeah, but see, Gerard, J-Rod, uh, that chili, when the meat breaks down, you know, it turns into glue and sticks to your rib. But it, that is true. That is true. <laughs> but they also put in there that the texture of it uh-huh. reminded them of this. <laughs> I used a slice of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do have to say, uh, Casey Chili was good chili. This was African chili, J-Rod. <laughs> they had horses in Africa. <laughs> they was a zebra. <laughs> No, they they said Casey Chili was very good. It was just was, was spicy, and uh, uh, apparently our judges they didn't particularly care for the spice, but the flavor was fantastic. All right, we had a good time. We really did have a good time there, and so the next time that we organize something like that, we got to make sure that uh, uh, we invite others. All right, but you know what, J. Rod, mm-hmm. there was a lot of carryover from that chili contest. I don't know about you. I ate some of everybody's chili. Oh, yeah. And uh, it had a lasting effect. <laughs> okay. I ain't even going to say what it was. <laughs> Apparently, you still doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you, it, you know, it did have that on. Because I, I, not only did I was doing that, I was also doing this. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't eat all the chili at one time. Yeah, it was one end to the other way. That's right. Uh, <laughs> oh, that sounds terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Open the windows. All right. Okay. Okay. I got. I got to switch gears on you. I have to switch gears on you. Um, 
you know, I want to try something because we did a lot of drinking at the Chili Fair. We did. Yeah, we did a whole lot, lot of drinking. So uh, I saved some of the drinks, right? Because mm-hmm. I figured we we're going to have another event so, right. so we could use it. Um, but I seen this TikTok about how to make a drink to take the alcohol flavor out of it. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to play this TikTok. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm, uh, for our listeners, this is a TikTok I ran across. Uh, talking about how you can make an alcohol drink, taking the alcohol flavor out of it. So listen to this. I've been sent this video at least 100 times. Apparently, if you mix baking soda and alcohol together, you won't be able to taste the alcohol anymore. I guess this works with vodka, tequila, or gin. You're supposed to do a pretty heavy pour. What in the drunk before dinner? Baking soda, like a nice pinch. Okay. You're also supposed to put in a little salt. Okay. Plain sparkling water. The baking soda must mess up with like the acidity or something. No way, it's a prank. No way, no way, no way. That is dangerous. That is dangerous. This don't. This don't tell me to. All right, we gotta try it, Casey. Huh? Yeah, we gotta try it here in the studio, like right now, live on air. Live on air. Come on, I bought it. Yes, I bought the ingredients. Right. Jay Rod, you know how I feel about drinking, so bring it out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, first of all, now you know I, I hate when people drink out of a red cup when they have alcohol, right? Yeah, I, I just I, that's just not a good look to me. But oh. any but saying that, here's a red cup. <laughs> all right. Now I think you said we gotta have some ice. All right, this is ice. Yeah, I brought some ice. I put in this little cooler thing. Yeah, yeah so I'm, I'm gonna put the uh, ice. In the red cup. Okay. Ice is in the solo cup. Yeah. Does it look like enough red ice? More. more ice. Okay. All right. There we go. There's our ice. Now. All right. Okay. Here's the alcohol we're gonna put in there. Oh shoot! That's the good stuff. Yeah. This is. Uh, I don't know. Should we advertise? Should we tell them? Well, sure. It's the 1800s. I mean, J. Rod ain't messing around. Right? <laughs> you know. Only the best for KC. Because when I said we going to try it, I really meant him. So. Oh, oh, really? <laughs> so only one of us can get fired for drinking on the job. That is correct. <laughs> Somebody got to hold the fort. All right, so let me see if I can. Oh, man. If I ain't on this show next week, it's J-Rod's fault. Well, well. All right, here we go. Okay, first of all. Okay, did it, I put the alcohol right there, right? Okay. Maybe we should put that in first. Yeah, I think they, they poured the alcohol. You said a generous port. Yeah, okay. Put some of that in there. I remember that's 1800 Silver. Oh team. man, I can smell it when I take the. That's a generous portion. That's what you know. By what they have a lot. Ooh, that looks good. Ooh, we. That, right, okay. That'll put you under the table. That'll put you under the table, Jay Rod. <laughs> All right, now. Oh, 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 oh. He did also said. I think. I think we have to put this. Uh, baking soda. Baking, baking soda. soda. Right. He said a pinch. Everybody. <laughs> I know. It's just spearmint. We're gonna put. Then we're gonna stop. I'm putting it in there. Yeah, I think that's, okay, that's about yeah. That's that, about what they use. Yeah, that looks plenty. It, it ain't a lot, believe me. Yeah. But that's about what they used on the video. And, he, and they said a pinch of salt. Right. Yeah. Salt. Put a little salt in there. We put in, there we go. Drizzle, drizzle. All right. That's good enough. Need more, one more little. Drizzle. One more little salt. Okay. All right. There we go. We don't want it too salty. Right. All right. Now. If I'm not mistaken, they said 
What kind of water? Did sparkling water. Okay, now we got two types of water because I wasn't sure. I'm gonna have you advertise the water here. What yeah. kind of what kind of water is that right there? Oh, okay. This is uh, water from the creek out back. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> That's from Eagle Creek. Seltzer <laughs> yeah. water. And then we have this. Oh, Harry, hey, look at Jay Rod. You must got a raise. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, which water do you want to put in there? We're gonna do the Perrier. I'm, I'm feeling a little, all a little right. rich tonight. Okay, so all right, how do you crack that up? Ooh, ooh, look at this. Ooh, it's bubbling. Yeah. All right, put some in there. How much do you think we need? Think that's enough? Think that should do it? They said, they said, stir it up. And I'm stirring it now. Right here in it's the cloudy the way there looks. It looks up. Okay, it looks like a video. All right, bottoms up, Casey. <laughs> I'm not going to try it. All right, here we go. He's, he's hesitating, taking it up to his lips. Believe me, this is the first time I ever drunk on the job <laughs> since the last time. All right. Do you taste alcohol? No. Get out of here. I'm not saying this tastes great, mm -hmm. but you do not taste alcohol. Okay. And I mean, you know, tequila has a very strong taste. Absolutely. You do not taste, not at taste all? alcohol at okay. all. Okay. All right. Now I got to try it. I said I wasn't going to try it, but now I have to try it. I ain't saying it tastes good. It might be a little bit too much salt. I don't know. But no alcohol at all. No, very, very faint alcohol. I can't tell any alcohol at all. I think it's, it's very, very, it tastes more like ice water. Well, uh, with salt in it. it does, yeah, with salt. Might have put a little bit too much salt in there because it tastes so And you didn't hardly put that much salt in there. No. But, but man, the alcohol flavor is gone. It is. Wow. All right. We got. So just think if you, you know, and it kind of looks like water. Just think if you infuse that with some kind of fruit juice or something. Well, person would never know they was drinking alcohol. They would see. First of all, only KC would think about that, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This could be invaluable. Yeah, but because it's a good point. Because if you put some kind of fruity flavor in there, because mm -hmm. you can't taste the alcohol at all, at all, and so boy, somebody can really get smashed. Yeah, because it was a very, it was the equivalent of uh, three or four shots in oh, there. Oh yeah, no question and, about that. And, and, you cannot taste any alcohol. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and repeat the ingredients. Because first of all, we had ice. We did have ice. Mm -hmm. And then we had, um, what is this, sparkling water? Sparkling water. Sparkling water. And then a pinch of baking soda. Mm -hmm. A pinch of... Maybe our uh, pinch of baking soda was a little too much, too. Because, you know, I was like, eh, I put a little more because it wasn't that much. But I think I do kind of taste the It's a little... So uh, next little time, if we ever try this again, we'll use a little less salt and a little less baking. Okay, because it don't right. take much. It really doesn't. No, apparently not. And then the uh, the tequila we yeah. had eighteen hundred, and, and believe me, it's mostly tequila in that cup. I would agree, but I actually did not taste the alcohol. Yeah, you, you know, if I was thinking, I would have brought a little bit of fruit punch in here and put it here, and then I put really disguised. What we have? All right. Well, you heard it here. Well, Jay uh, Rod, I just want to say it didn't affect me at all. <laughs> he didn't drink that much. He didn't drink that much. But I, but I will say this though, uh, 
that hack actually is true. So give it a shot. Say what you think. But we just tried it live on the air uh, and feel free. But I got to jump off of that. Uh, but kudos to the uh, chili cook-off. Yeah. Uh, kudos to the drinks after the fact. Yeah. And I'm going to say kudos to Mr. Logic for putting the contest together. It really was a wonderful time. Uh, shout out to, uh, uh, to, uh, to KY. He did win it. So he congratulations. Did win it, even though uh, he cheated. Uh, shout out to <laughs> a shout out to all the all judges. The, well, yes, yeah, all the judges, even though they judge incorrectly. Shout out to all the judges. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a boxer back there. Uh, and shout out to Dr. J. Oh, you talking about uh, Tom and Jerry? Tom and Jerry. There we go. Yeah, Thank Tom you. and Jerry. Yeah, I he... was affected by this drink that I was trying. <laughs> yeah, Tom, Tom and... and Jerry. Yeah, his chili was pretty good too. All his... the chili was good. Too, yeah, right? I have to say, I have to say. But let me tell my uh, the, the audience one thing. Oh boy, do not eat five different chilies <laughs> in one setting. <laughs> <laughs> That is true. And, and I, I I was proud of all the chefs. This one ingredient, they they uh, threatened us that it was going to be part of it, but it was not. And we're happy about that. No dogs in the chili. But next time, J-Rod. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're going to move on for the chili contest. <laughs> hey, you know, we do have a lot of events in the barbershop. We really do. And uh, uh, I appreciate the clients coming up with a fabulous idea. Uh, and it seems like 421 is more than just the barbershop. Yes. You know, it's, it's like one big family. It's a community center. Yes, it is. Y'all need to come on in and, and take part in this community. That is not a bad idea. Now, we don't, I don't, I should say we, I'm, I, I hate to speak for you, KC, but I know that I do not attend uh, uh, some of the events because they did have a, a poker event. Mm-hmm. Where the clients got together and put poker and said they had a poker night. Right, right. And so one of the clients was um, came in the shop and wanted to tell us what happened at this poker game. Yeah, that was the one night I missed. DJ, right? <laughs> <laughs> should, should I play it? Did he tell us to keep it private or not? He did, but you know us. Yep, we're gonna play it. <laughs> All right, here we go. Two couples were playing poker one evening. Dave accidentally dropped some cards on the floor. Like, when he bent down the... under the were playing Let's playing, the playing poker ones were I've been sent this... two couples were playing poker one evening. Dave accidentally dropped some cards on the floor. When he bent down under the table to pick them up, he noticed Gary's wife Sue wasn't wearing any underwear under her dress. Shocked by this, Dave, upon trying to sit back up again, hit his head on the table, and emerged red-faced. Later, Dave went to the kitchen to get some refreshments. Gary's wife followed, and asked, did you see anything that you liked under there? Surprised by her boldness, Dave courageously admitted that, well indeed he did. She said, well, you can have it but it will cost you 500 pounds. After taking a minute or two to assess the financial and moral costs of this offer, Dave confirms that he is interested. 
She tells him that since her husband Gary works Friday afternoons, and as Dave doesn't, he should be at her house around 2 p.m. Friday afternoon. When Friday rolled around, Dave showed up at Gary's house at 2 p.m. sharp, and after paying Sue, the agreed sum of £500, they went to the bedroom, and closed their transaction, as agreed. Dave then quickly dressed, and left with a smile. As usual, Gary came home from work at 6 p.m., and upon entering the house, asked his wife abruptly. Did Dave come by the house this afternoon? With a lump in her throat, Sue answered, why yes, he did stop by for a few minutes this afternoon. Her heart nearly skipped a beat, when her husband curtly asked, and did he give you 500 pounds? In terror she assumed that somehow he had found out, and after mustering her best poker face, replied, well, yes, in fact he did give me 500 pounds. Gary, with a satisfied look on his face, surprised his wife by saying, good, I was hoping he did. Dave came by the office this morning, and borrowed 500 pounds from me. He promised me, he'd stop by our house this afternoon on his way home, and pay me back. <laughs> See, that's why I don't play cards with Dave. Yeah, watch him. <laughs> that's why I don't attend all the events. <laughs> I got a question for you, J. Rob. Okay. Uh, when is the next time Gary coming in for a cut? And tell him to bring Sue. <laughs> 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 okay, I'll make sure I ask him to do that. <laughs> but I would not be paying playing poker with those dudes. Uh -uh. No way, Jose. Dave's a master poker player. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently so. Yeah, that's right. That's poker skill. Well, I guess we better pause and uh, recognize our sponsor before we just <laughs> before we forget. And then King Cap be upset at. So let's go ahead and recognize our sponsor. And let's go ahead and do that now. Hey, it's a party out in my head. All right, this is a spot in our podcast that we stop to recognize our sponsor. That's right. We like to recognize King Cat, the owner of Out the Way Studio. He has several organizations under his umbrella. However, the one that he is most proud of is his custom-made t-shirts. That's right. If you want any of his service or want to find out some information about what he can do for you, go ahead and email him at kingcap317 at gmail.com. And we have to introduce our second sponsor. That is 421 Barbershop, where good things happen to your hair. Located here in Indianapolis on Michigan Road. If you want good things to happen to your hair, Come in and check out our master barbers at 421 Barbershop. All right. And we also have Superior TV, where you can get everything for less than the cost of basic cable. 123 cable channels. 50 premium movie channels, sports packages, kids programming, uh, movie cho uh, music choice, 
pay-per-view, on-demand movies and TV series. You get it all for less than the cost of basic cable. Contact Superior TV at CY Enterprises 317-801-8692. Again, that's CY Enterprises at 317-801-8692. Now, I do have to ask you guys, if you ever need some roofing work, some roofing repair because of hail damage or maybe a tree fell on top of it, I want you to check out United Roofing. Matter of fact, they did some work at my home and it turned out fantastic. I do want to say it is United Roofing. They went up and you can't even tell that they've been up there. They also did a little extra on the side. There was a little opening that maybe a bird nest and they prepared that too. Now, if you want any interest, if you have any interest or need some repairs done, again, it's United Roofing and they also get free estimates. Uh, contact Hector and his telephone number is 317-389-7114. United Roofing. All right. You know, I got to move on a little bit, uh, Casey, because I want to talk about something because normally, um, you know, Black History Month, you know, it's just concluded. That's over. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was a very intriguing video that somebody sent into the studio. And I would like to show that studio, and I don't know how much we can get through it, but I want to save a, a, a little bit of time to hear some of your remarks okay. about the video. So I'm going to go ahead and play that now. We forget sometimes that when Johnson launched the war on poverty, the majority of impoverished Americans were white. The majority of the money spent on benefits to the poor went to white families, typically rural white families. And yet today, when we think of welfare, we think almost exclusively of black families in urban America. Why is that? Researcher. Now, that is a critical piece. Why is that? So this is why I want to get your opinion. And uh, um, I'm, I'm going to have you uh, keep it brief because I want to finish playing the rest of the video to show the, the research on it. And perhaps some of your thoughts may match some of the research. Okay, so uh, a lot of these different government programs were very popular, and Republicans were losing ground to a lot of the a lot of their base. And so, in the seventies and eighties, uh, these Republican politicians started putting a black face on welfare and other issues to try to steer people away. Uh, from supporting those particular uh, items and to sway them back into their fold. Uh, you know, we've seen this uh, used by Republicans time and time again. Uh, uh, no strategy, they've used it uh, war on drugs, tough on crime, unwed mothers, abortion, the need for guns. But back to this particular reason, it was used to cut, restrict, or end welfare benefits. All right, I'm going to. Those are some very good points. I want to see if some of this research match up. I won't, I'm not going to play it all the way through, but I do just want to hear it. Martin Gillens asked this question and came up with an ingenious way to look for an answer. He studied 40 years of back issues of the three major news magazines. He cataloged every article about poverty in America across 40 years of issues and noted the race of the families in the photos accompanying each article. Before 1960, more than 80% of the photos accompanying stories about poverty were of rural white families. In 1965, Pictures of poverty in America were suddenly 50% black. 
Two years later, in 1967, photos of poor Americans in the three major news weeklies were 70% black. In 1960, around 25% of America's poor were African American. In 1967, the figure was slightly higher, but still under 30%. What had See, that is basically what you're saying, yeah. is that you gave the background of, this, of, uh, of their uh, method or ideal by switching the party, but this was the method by using the media. Well, I wish we could have more time to talk about that, and hopefully we will in the future. Uh, but I know our time is running short. We definitely gonna have to revisit that day. Oh, Rob. no question about it. No question about it, because we're gonna talk about that more in our next podcast. And I want our listeners to think about it. Why do you think it's changed? With saying that, let's get out of here. But we're gonna return to this topic the very first thing on our next episode. So make sure you watch. I want to thank you for listening to Barbershop.com podcast. Please tell your family, friends, and enemies about our podcast. Barbershop.com, available on your favorite podcast platform. Let's have peace in the streets. Be safe, be wise, be loved. And we say, Go Mob. All right. I just want to remind you come back. We're going to make a series out of this. We're going to make a series. And this is the first part of the series. We're going to continue. So we're going to ask our listeners, make sure that you come back to our next episode because we're going to have a deep conversation on this topic. It's corny. That's a no-no. I'm trying to hustle. That white